If you really are honest with yourself and you look in the mirror and you really, really be reasonable, you know we're better. We are just, we're better than you. Yeah, so, yeah, man, it just, you know, the week started bad. Um, I had to watch the white pile. I don't know what he was thinking. Um, he just, he tried to jump over uh, two dudes just, just to tap the ball. And... <laughs> <laughs> Like though it was so reckless. Like it was just a a tap out, and it wasn't like like the first quarter. And I was like, "This is not a crucial possession, dog." Like I know you're trying to justify your place on the team. It was like a dude in a rapper's um entourage who just <laughs> like shoots, that guy who uh, yeah who just shoots like, somebody in that the bodyguard face. who just punched somebody yeah. <laughs> Just, just no one asked you to do all that. So yeah, I I had to watch that, and then um, they attack Zion. Like yeah, the Zion, they look, I was gonna talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> they, I was hoping you bring that up. Yeah, I'm man. We going no form at the night. I'm just I'm talking like what's on my mind. You asked me what's up, like this, yeah. this was up. So you know, like right after that happened. They on Zion ass, and I'm like, man, come on, man. Like, y'all just mad they lost to the Lakers, man. Like, yeah, you know, you wanted it to be a good game. Everyone wanted it to be a good game, but it's, I mean, it's some, whatever it's called, the in-season tournament. Like, y'all tried to make it this big thing. It wasn't for the championship. Like, chill. But wasn't no chill, man. So they went hard on this dude, man. And yeah, I mean he played it cool today. Um yeah. he, he seems to take all that in stride, you know, like <laughs> he was just like, Man, I've been dealing with this since I was 16. So I was like, Good for you, man. But I'm annoyed on your behalf. Um Yeah. Yeah, because it's like the people like what 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 part of it made you annoyed? Was it everybody or was it certain people? <sighs> it's the it was everybody. And I'll tell you why. They always hide behind their jobs when mm-hmm. the fact is they're just they just want to be like mean. <laughs> like I don't know, it, yeah. like it's it's on some mean girl shit. It has nothing to do with like a genuine critique. Like they just want to get their shots off, just like when uh my man um. What's his name? I always get him and Dominique Foxworth confused. The other corner, the other Pittsburgh cornerback nigga on ESPN. Oh, uh, Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Yes, when he went in on Tua and had to apologize because he knew he went too yeah. far. And I'm like, dog, like you can call him fat, but like all this extra stuff, like what are you doing? Like that's not necessary. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, like they like just Shaq. And Charles's critique, the one that came right after the game, I can see that they, that was coming from you know, you know that they they, they want to help him, want to see him succeed, mm-hmm. even though they could probably just call him as right. well. <laughs> they don't have to do it, do it for <laughs> do it after right after he lost. 
Uh, but other people, like Stephen A. Smith, I saw Stephen A. Smith. I was like, come on, dog. You, why? <laughs> you going yeah. a little too far. Yeah, he t- he talking about today. He he he's not trying to be funny, and I'm like, yes, you are. Like that. Don't insult us. Like yeah. your your you said, whole. Sh- you said he looked like he ate a table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what you said. <laughs> he talking about he quoting some chefs down there. He like we we call him. We looking for him because because he can eat the table. He was like, and I quote, he will eat the table, and I was like, all right, man. <laughs> Do you have to use every quote you get? I bet you don't. But yeah, no. like the way they just hide behind like, oh, well, you know, this is our job. Like if someone critiqued how well they do their job, I'm telling you, they would not like it. And I've seriously been st- starting thinking about starting a whole Twitter account dedicated to just reviewing morning sports shows, dog. And just... <laughs> point out when they have their facts wrong when they flub a word like i'm i'm talking about all of it because you know kendrick kendrick perkins he he can't talk um yeah chuck can barely talk Um, (laughs) you know what i mean shaq mumbles all the time yeah and it's like yo if we gonna critique like how y'all got jobs man like doing this wrong (laughs) dog if you're not a if you're not a star player or close to it, he literally does not know who you are. I'm not being yeah. funny. He don't know. It's your job to know. Like he doesn't he doesn't know and he doesn't care. He'll just run right over. Like Molly will correct him. He like we understand that. We understand that. And I'm like, no, you apparently you don't. Like he's on this team. Like remember that clip a few years ago when he was naming dudes on the Cowboys who weren't there? They like that hadn't been there for <laughs> like yeah. they hadn't been there since like the early two thousands, and he was just rattling off these names and people were like, "What? Have you watched them recently?" But yeah, man, just confident. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's put himself in a position where you know apparently he can just be wrong. Um, with no consequences, so must be nice. But yeah, anyway, had to deal with that. You know, Tatum's fading from the MVP race because you know he's being unselfish, I guess. Because yeah. you know the civil rights leader, his stats was falling off, so I guess they got to share the ball more. <laughs> when, I, when I saw that meme today, his his stats next to uh, Terry Rozier, <laughs> I was like, hey. <laughs> Hey, bro, bro, Jalen Brown was averaging like 19 at one point. I said, oh, boy, I know he's going to start padding soon. I said, I just want to see how this is going to go. But like their last few games, they've scored pretty much the same thing. And earlier in the season, Tatum was dropping 30s and 40s. And now I got to watch this, you know, (laughs) these you know, boring 22-point, 25-point game. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, he's he's not in the raising. Like, I think they – I'm not sure what, what the Celtics record is, but I think they're yeah, – they got, they got Halliburton up there now. When I see Halliburton in those little graphics, I'm like, come on, guys. Bro, <laughs> bro, yes. But I'm not there with you yet. But I understand. I really do understand the Tyrese Halliburton hate. 
the genesis of yours is completely understandable though. Yeah. Like I get it. That's a natural, like that's a natural formula for hate. Like if my guy was already good and then we draft him and then some people are like, Hey, get rid of him because the guy we just drafted is better. <laughs> like, Oh, I, I would be mad. But see, you less crazy than, than me because I would have been completely fine with them trading Fox if that was my guy. Because I would have yeah, wanted to see, I, I would have wanted to see them fail. I'd be like, because I knew my, you know, if you got faith in your guy, you don't care. Like, yeah. go ahead, go ahead and get rid of him. Like, cool. But yeah, man, I I completely understand where that comes from. But I'm just yeah. not there yet. <laughs> And and now it's kind of like they they're trying to position him to be the next uh, Chris Paul like point guy. So I'm like, okay, I, I see where this I see where this torch is going, and I'm yeah. with it. Yeah, they 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 hitting him with the um with I mean Chris Paul gets it too like that idea of uh, assist to turnover ratio. Yeah, like yeah. that makes that makes you the best. And I'm like, well, uh, Tyus Jones ain't the best. And he's been leading in that shit <laughs> since he got to the league. Like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they keep talking about, like, he had this many assistants. No, no turnovers. I was just like, okay, man. Like, I saw Deron Williams do that a bunch of times. Like, I don't care. Yeah. In fact, he, did, they, you they, Steph, did you see Steph? Did you see Stephon Marbury, like, um, co-sign a, a, a graphic? of the most 35 point games um, combined with 10 plus assists and no turnovers in history. He has the no. second, mo- he has the second most. Out <laughs> really? Dude, I died laughing and he was like, Nope. He was like, everybody want to bring up stats, but I, I see people only want to talk about this one. Now that LeBron is the all time leader in it. Cause Steph before it was him. When you look at it though. Oh yeah, Marbury was doing it for a minute. He had like that nice three year run where he was putting up some nice numbers, man. But anyway, man, just wanted to get in a little pro rant there. So we I, you know, I won't spend as much time on the pro on the uh, pro segment. But um yeah, man, how's how's your week been going? How's Kentucky looking? They only had one game last Saturday against uh, University of Pennsylvania, and they beat them pretty handedly. Um, so yeah, but now we're just waiting for this Saturday to play uh, UNC. So it was it was pretty. Uh, I'm pretty looking for uh, looking forward to that game. Even mm-hmm. when I got home from work and I was about to get dressed, I was gonna put on a sweatshirt, but it, it was kind of like a Carolina blue, and I was like, Nah, I'm not wearing that. You gotta, <laughs> gotta keep the mojo strong. <laughs> you know what? I do I do that too. I'm not gonna lie. Any Carolina any Carolina blue clothing, yeah. I, I just yeah, I just automatically like tense up and start having second thoughts. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Just don't want to put that out there. Right. Yeah, man. I hope but y'all yeah, take got- I hope y'all take care of business because Carolina done scheduled themselves some hell. They got um they got y'all, they got UConn, and they got Gonzaga somewhere in the next month. And yeah, hopefully they get, you know, they do themselves in. Yeah, we got Gonzaga too coming up at some, some point. Um, 
but yeah, uh, I, I really just want to uh, beat UNC handily. I was about at least 20. 20 <laughs> if we can beat them by 20, uh, I, I would be really happy. And I'll find all the UNC people and make sure they know about it. Especially if, especially if we uh, uh, take it to, to Big Cop. Because, uh, you know, just being an adult, <laughs> still hanging, still hanging around, uh, mm -hmm. it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And I, and I think we, Aaron Bradshaw's back. He had a good game. I think he had like a double double against Penn. Uh, then our other center, Uganda Oyenso, he should be back by then. So we, if we put some size on the court too, oh yeah, yeah, Charlie Hemphill is going to be in for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly man and it could just be wishful thinking like y'all should beat them by 10 to 15 points like that's yeah. how much better I think y'all are than them but you know they're the more experienced yeah. team so you never know like RJ Davis yeah. might yeah he might bait those guards into an easy like double figure trips to the line he might end up with 30 points like that can't happen like I'm not gonna discount it. I know it can happen, but yeah, y'all should y'all should just run them out the building. I think, especially, yeah. The more the more I think about it, you know, now I'm starting to I'm starting to wonder <laughs> because I was gonna say like, especially if Bradshaw can shut down Baycott or one, you know, any any like combination of your bigs can slow him down. But he's so much more experienced than them, and he's been doing like this shit for so long. Yeah, he can get out on y'all too. So, yeah, get people in foul trouble. So I, I'm I'm yeah. weary of that. I'm I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm a little concerned. <laughs> but you know, Dillingham and and Wagner are so explosive, and then Reed, like historically, Carolina does not guard the three well. So. If Reed could get cooking, that would be great. Um, yeah, it's you know, it should be a good game, but I still think y'all got it. Yeah. How about y'all? How are y'all looking? So y'all was playing earlier today. Man, we be half, we be Hofstra, and we were trailing like with like three minutes to go in the first half. We were trailing by five. Dude, I tuned in because I didn't watch it. It's Hofstra. So, you know, the urgency wasn't there. Like, I was doing stuff around the house, just chilling. You know? He wasn't I mean, giving them the energy? No. <laughs> the the dignity of your full attention? Exactly. Wasn't rushing the family through dinner like I usually do for a 7 o'clock <laughs> game. Like, I wasn't doing none of that. I was chilling. And... You know, when I tuned in, I saw we were trailing by five and the half's almost here. And I'm like, you know, immediately texted Mark and Russ. I said, I can't do this. I said, you know, I know we can't fire him. No, Regardless of what happens this year, I was like, we can't fire him. I said, but next year, I said, that's it. I said, he on the clock. And, and Russ agreed. He was like, yeah, man. You know, he definitely get next year no matter what, because if not, if we get rid of him and, you know, we throw the program in the upheaval, like we will literally lose every recruit <laughs> in the 2024 class. Like they'll all leave, um, and with, whether it be in Duke or not. Like no one's staying around for that. 
Um, so he definitely gets next year. Um, but that just goes to show you like how rocky things are that we were even talking about the, about that in the first half of a out of conference game against Hofstra in December. Like yeah. we're nervous, dude. Like every possession matters. Like the expression on each player's face matters. Like are people engaged? Do people want this? Are they going to be able to su- sustain any kind of motivation and drive and enthusiasm for the season? Like, because losses hurt, losses drain you. Like Filipowski beasted tonight. But yeah, I can I can honestly say Flip didn't want to play a couple of days uh games ago. He really wasn't into it because there's a lot of selfishness going on. You know how it is, man. Kids want to yeah. get drafted. Kids want to yeah, exactly. get drafted, man. And like you gotta buy in and do what's best for the team. So yeah, kids looked at, you know, you know, their their draft position, like a couple of mocks came out and yeah, some kids were just like, yo, like I got a chance to get drafted. Like I'm gonna go for self. And you could see it. There wasn't a lot of ball movement. Um, wasn't a lot of pressure being applied on defense. Like people just weren't taking pride in the little things. And I think tonight in the second half, like something, something clicked. Um, there was some semblance of an offense. And um, because like I mentioned last week, Shire has been talking about, you know, he's worried about defense so much, but the, every, the fan base and the media know the, the struggles with Duke have to do with offense. And so they, they made a major <laughs> change in uh, offense, which is bringing Filipowski out, which I mentioned last week, like mm-hmm. we tired of that. Stop trying to feed the post. Like he can shoot threes, get him out of there, create some spacing, man. It's not working. You cannot have Mark Mitchell shooting three pointers. His shot is bad <laughs> now. Like it's, it, it was supposed to improve. It didn't. So, you know, adjust John, like, damn, like it's not that hard. So now they got um, Mark Mitchell just basically doing short rolls to the basket. And if the lane closes on him as he rolls, yeah, the corners are open. (laughs) The corners are open. Just kick it to the open shooters in the corner. And that worked like three or four times tonight. I don't remember how many assists uh, Mark Mitchell had, but he was firing them things to the corners, man. And I was elated. I was like, this looks like an offense right here. Like, I can get with this. So that bodes well for the future. Hold on. I'm I'm checking the stats. Yeah, like, even when I tuned in, I saw Flip was beasting. Yeah. Uh, then I saw, like, this <laughs> you got, had this little straw black guy. Like, he was, like, drawing charges, <laughs> playing with a lot of energy. Uh, oh, lakes or something like that. Bam, bam, yeah, <laughs> bam, bam ass, uh, bam ass, uh, Jalen Blakes. Yeah, he's he's a psycho, man. He's a psycho for sure. Like he's just one of them try hard dudes. Like he got that bill, that David Boston bill. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he just he built funny, man. You know, barely got a neck, and he just tried <laughs> like man ran. <laughs> yeah. He just, 
he just he just try hard, man. And we need that though. Like, yeah, his contribution, what he can contribute, is so reliable because all he's gonna do is try hard and make layups. Like he'll he'll knock down an open layup. Anything else, woo, it's an adventure. But um, yeah, you don't want to depend on him so much. No, <laughs> like it. <laughs> no. it, it if if he becomes like a real part of the rotation in three months, we we done, we done, man. <laughs> so but Roach Roach was good. Roach was <laughs> nice again today. Hey, bro. Turnovers. Hey, as long as Roach is playing his role, which is you know, short pull ups after you get run off the three point line, and then just open threes. That's it. That's all you got to do. And then, you know, you also had the option of passing, you know, when the lane gets clogged on you, if, you know, you get ran off the line and you venture down in there, there's something going to open up. And he did a great job of that tonight. He had, uh, he had close to 10 assists. He, he I think he had, he had eight assists, man. Yeah. Flip had eight assists. Uh, Roche had eight assists and um, Mitchell had two. I thought he had more than two. Um, but yeah, like they were they were passing, man. The ball was moving, and I was excited. And the biggest development is Jared McCain. Um, he's starting to find the shot. Yeah, so that <laughs> he was three for four in this game, and I think he was like three for five in the last game. So it's hey, man, it's coming around, it's coming around, it's coming around. It ran on time. Yeah, and big shout out to uh Foster for being the guy who has taken a backseat. Like Foster yeah. is now the point guard with um Proctor out, and all he does is just take care of the ball. That's all he's focusing on. He take care of the ball, um, spot up and play defense. <laughs> That's all he's concentrating on doing. I think it's sunk in with him now. He's gonna be there for more than one year. Um, yeah, but you can still get drafted off of that too. I mean, um, I think he can go higher if he stays. Yeah, that's true. And puts in some work. Um, honestly, I keep telling people, people think McCain is the one who's going to stay. And I've said from jump, like <laughs> McCain <laughs> might leave. He's under no obligation to stay. Um, so we'll see, especially if they win one, man. Like, yeah, all bets are off when you win one. Like the option, yeah, everybody's, <laughs> everybody's leaving because that's the high point, man. You know, the scouts think you're a winner, coaches and GMs think you're a winner because you won. Um, so it's just it's hard to quantify like what you actually contributed to that. <laughs> to that championship yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean you take any of those pieces of, right right you take any of those pieces away and it might not might not look the same y'all look like trash might not even make yeah. the tournament might not make it the first weekend if you do um but yeah shout out to him man for you know stepping up and being unselfish man because he's not even taking five shots a game he's he's just moving the ball Playing defense, protecting the ball. Um, the short man is uh Sean Stewart. Like he's getting no tick. 
I think Shire is completely committed to uh, Ryan Young. I transferred from Northwestern last year. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the Duke fan, fan base is still enraged about this, but uh, I have let it go. Like, Shire is clearly comfortable with him, and he's going to be there. So you might as well shut up about it. Like, Ryan Young <laughs> is going to be getting at least 20 minutes a game. It is happening. Like, let's move on, people. As long as he's good, and I think that's what Shire feels like, as long as he's good, because let's be honest, he wasn't the reason we were losing. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, we're, you know, when you're losing, you're looking for somebody who can be the reason you're winning, though, or who can give you a better chance to win, so you start getting desperate. But, yeah, he wasn't the reason, so Shire's just going to stick with him. Um, but yeah, man, that's, that's it. We got a, um, I think we got another like tune up game before the Baylor game on the 20th. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I think this was the tune up game actually. Cause I remember talking about it last week. We had two games before the Baylor game and we just played, we just played those two. We played Southern Indiana and we played, uh, yeah. My bad. We played Charlotte and then we played Hofstra. Yep, we got Baylor coming up. And um, I think that's next um, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yep. Yeah, bro. And they saying like uh, Proctor's um, he just has on regular shoes. He's out of his walking boot. And there's a chance he might play in that game. And honestly, if he's not 100%, I would prefer he don't. Yeah, you don't want him to look bad in a big game or yeah. even hurt the team. Yeah. Both. Because after Baylor, we good for like a month or two. Like, we're not playing nobody. <laughs> we <laughs> What is Queens NC? Is that like. <laughs> Bro, I just know, I just know it, it's like Syracuse. And I remember seeing Notre Dame and, um, Louisville is in there. Like it's just it's the dregs of the ACC. So I'm like, we good for at least six weeks. Yeah, you got Georgia Tech again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. But but that one's at home. So if they you know they don't get revenge, like they yeah, they just soft. So we'll see. But yeah, that's it, man. Um. How about how about NBA for you? What's what's going on with that? Uh, you know, I was trying to buy into the uh in season tournament because AD was playing. And you know, I'm glad he had a good game, but I, I couldn't I couldn't deal with all like the, the pomp and circumstance. And right. uh, when I saw them put on those goggles <laughs> for the champagne, I was like, this is y'all just this is stupid right now. I know you're trying to trying to sell this thing and build it up, but uh Come on, um, but I'm glad you played a good game. Now, now we now uh, get the the morning sports shows off him for maybe a day, and then they're gonna say, "Why does he do that every game?" They uh, did. <laughs> they literally did. They said, "Like, why can't he do this all the time?" They're like it's easy to do. I'm like, <laughs> like just so okay. I'm but not forty. What's crazy is they actually mentioned it. I forgot who said it. Um, 
it could have been Stephen A. and Shannon, but they were like they had to credit the uh, Lakers coaching staff for emphasizing AD more. They yeah. were like, you know, they were like a lot of times we criticize AD, but it's not just him. He's like, they ain't calling no plays for him. He was like, and in that game, they made it against the Pelicans. They made a conscious effort to punish the Pelicans with Anthony Anthony Davis. Yeah, and that's always been my thing. Like, the Lakers guards aren't the strongest. Mm-hmm. And I know AD needs a good guard that can get him the ball. Um, whether I mean he's had his best some of his best seasons with Rondo or um even even before that, maybe like Drew Holiday as well. But somebody who could focus on getting him the ball where he likes it, how he likes it. Uh, he's very particular that way. And he's also fine with not not shooting and not scoring as well. I mean, when he was at Kentucky, he was like our fourth leading scorer. He's not he's not that pressed to score all the time. I mean, he, he's happy with just like being like the the Mike Singletary of the defense and just and just uh holding down the back line. But um yeah, it's it's the coaches, the guards, and, and sometimes it could be him, but sometimes he just doesn't want to get hurt. Yeah, he doesn't want to overextend himself and get hurt. Somebody who gets injured frequently. And I can understand that as well, because you want to be available. Cause then they start saying you're brittle and frail and soft and all this other stuff. So right. But they lost tonight. So <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna say, man. I mean, I mean, they lost because Dante Axum like let everyone know he's back in the NBA. In case anyone <laughs> didn't didn't know, like literally, I was watching that shit. I was like, oh, he he letting people know he's back in the league. And I know I should search on Twitter. I bet this dude is like Dante. Don, that Dante Axum. Yeah, I saw that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I saw that. Oh, it was what actually happening. Get back in the league. Yeah, yeah. See, I I knew it. I knew it, dog. I said, I said, Dante Axum playing like he letting people know, like I am back in the league. But yeah, I mean, if you see, I watched the Mavs because of Kyrie, so I know he's been playing well, and they're expanding his role now. Like he's getting like his NBA legs under him. And, you know, I'm watching him and I'm like, people forget, like, this is a 26, 27 year old dude. Some people were considering him with the number one pick. Yeah. He's talented. Like, he's been overseas, like, getting healthy and working on his game. And he's bringing it here. And and the Mavs got him with a sweet deal, man. But, yeah, he balled out. But, yeah, AD was punishing them. And again, they should have yeah. went. They should have went. Um, went with him down the stretch. They didn't. And I was happy about that because he he was cooking lively. Like lively, he's still too small to deal with that. He he went up in his chest one time, and I said, mm. "I said, yeah, yeah. I said, I said, you ain't ready for that." And then Austin <laughs> Reed, he brought his dumb ass down there, and I said, mm-hmm. "I said, you can come on down." I said, we can deal with you, but don't give it to AD. And then Braun tried him. He blocked Braun ass too, and he was begging for a foul. You was watching it, right? No, no, I wasn't watching it. Oh, yeah. He, it, this was in like, uh, like you know, one of those like frenetic finishes where, you know, dudes just trying to get up shots. <laughs> Yeah. You know, trying to <laughs> desperately trying to score people up, picking up loose balls, throwing it at the rim. 
Um, so yeah, he blocked Braun, and then like there was like a bullshit kickball, and Luca got attacked. And um, yeah, it seemed like they were trying to get a leg of the game, but by that time it was too late because they had gone a few possessions without getting AD involved. And I was, I was, because it was nip and tuck. It was like for like four straight possessions, Braun or Luca scored. This is in like the last three minutes. Mm-hmm. They were going, they were going back and forth. And then one time, Braun failed to score, and Luca still scored. And then um, Tim Hardaway hit a layup, and then the big killer was a uh, Dante Exum hit a three from the corner after Braun didn't score again. And I was like, see, should have gave the ball to AD, but oh well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I mean, and, and just think, if he didn't have like, what do he have, like 33 and 10 tonight? If he didn't have that to kind of insulate himself from some criticism tomorrow, what if he only had like 17 to 10? They would have been blaming his ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he would have been the problem. Yep. So, yeah, man, uh, I, I'm 100% with you, man. Like, sometimes the criticism of him is completely – the only critic, real criticism of him is he, he gets injured, man. He can't help that. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I hate when people say like I hate when people use like injury prone as like an insult. Like it you know, they don't try, they don't plan to get injured, man. No, they they don't want it, especially it's the opposite. They're trying not to get injured out there. Right. You know, they can't help their luck, man. Like AD has had dudes like roll up on his knees roll up on his ankles for years and years and years stuff just happens man they can't help it so and my, my favorite is uh if lebron is your teammate why aren't you working out with him in the off season i was like to do what think more muscles is gonna is gonna is gonna help him not get hurt right more weight what, what do you think flexibility um Work out with one Bayama. <laughs> you seem like made out of plastic. Yeah. With Bayama, yeah. And, you, and you know, you look at him and you think he's going to get hurt, but that dude falls down all the time, never hurt. Yeah. I saw, I was watching like, last night, he ran to get a loose ball or something, and he like twisted his ankle and just mm-hmm. hopped right back up and kept on playing. I was like, look at this guy. Yeah. God bless yeah. him. I know it's yeah. Some people just, I don't know, man. Some people just are blessed with that body type where they don't get injured a lot. I think, yeah. I, I think Steph done gave people a lot of false hope because his ankles were so bad to start. And now people are like, if you just work on your ankles, like Steph, did, and I'm like, shut your ass up. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, maybe Steph just learned to learn to stop landing on people's feet when he shot yeah. the ball or when he was in traffic, just stop learning. Just, start, you know, just learn to stop landing on people's feet, man. Shit. Cause I remember they had to change Zion's um, landing pattern. Like they were saying, like mm-hmm. he was putting too much pressure on his knees, just the way he landed, just like his body mechanics, like kind of dictated. He land in a funny way that was putting pressure 
too much pressure on his meniscus and he ultimately tore it in that summer league. And they were like, yeah, man, like you got to change the way you land, like hold on to the rim a little longer, you know, before you come down. He was like, cause yeah, your body can't take, you know, that shock. <laughs> like you, you're landing yeah. funny and you're putting too much pressure. Like he was almost like hyper extending his knee every time he landed. Like, I think there's a video out there, like a before and after, like he worked on it all summer, like two years ago. And I was like, yeah, who who knows what his career would be if they didn't make him change that. Cause I never noticed it at Duke, but yeah, he, he used to land fucked up. Um, yeah, man. How um, Max he doing? Is he slowed down a bit? Admittedly, I haven't I been checking his box scores. No, nah, no, nah, I think he's still keeping up pace. Uh, they had a good game last night. I forgot who they played. Uh, let me check. Oh, they beat the, oh, the Wizards. <laughs> All right, maybe it's not, not that, as impressive. <laughs> that that but, don't count. That don't yeah, that count. doesn't count. All right, well. Yeah, yeah, he's been he's been doing all right. Cool. And the Sixers keep winning. Uh, I mean, he's averaging twenty seven. I, I don't I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what stats mean anymore in today's NBA. <laughs> now we got so many people averaging like twenty seven, thirty points a game. It's kind of ridiculous. But uh, I'm gonna be honest, man. Yeah. And I and I hate to single him out, but um, when Demar Derozan went from being sorry to back to averaging like twenty seven, twenty eight. Because of you know, he kept getting foul calls. I was like, Yeah, the NBA is trash now. Like this foul merchant shit is out of control. Yeah. Like yeah, dudes, it's just too like much. Dude, dudes know how to get to the line, man. It is disgusting. I would not call fouls for these dudes. I swear I wouldn't. I would be like, nah, man, you slowed down and you ran into somebody's pet like you ran into someone's lane and then hit the brakes. You know what I mean? Like this, <laughs> you're like, dog. I'm and not Trey Young. Trey Young's horrible at it. I, I was like, right. I can't. I can't watch you play Trey Young. Exactly. Like, dude, I am not a police officer. Just because you know you got hit from the rear, that don't mean it wasn't your fault. Like, I'm an NBA <laughs> official. I saw you initiated this contact. That is a foul on you. Give the ball up. I would call it every time, man. It is it is disgusting to watch. And then they, you know, they'll drive, and your man does this a lot. I'm I'm not trying to single him out. They'll drive, they'll get a dude on their hip, and then they'll dip into him. Like Shay Shay does it all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. He does that. <laughs> I'm like, that is like, dude, if if your team has five, I mean four fouls in a quarter, stay away from him. Just don't yeah, even go near because he is going to go to the line, man. It is disgusting. I would not call these fouls on, on these dudes. No, I wouldn't either. Because first of all, there's so much space out there and everybody's all herky-jerky and fast. It's like, like you just, all you got to do is speed up, slow down. Somebody's going to run into you and then you flail your arms and you go into the line. Yeah. But as bad as Shea is, like the master of it is Dane. Dame don't yeah, do nothing but shoot. He, Why is Dame going to the free throw line over ten times? He shoots threes. 
I don't understand it, man. Yeah. Like, dude, and when you watch them, you understand, man. It's 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 crazy. They get in the bonus and they just go crazy creating contact. And the refs just like, well, you should stay away from them. And I'm like, they're playing defense. Like this is this <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. So yeah, man, it's, that's it's that's why basketball. Yeah, that's why so many guards are you know averaging over twenty five a game, man. It's just that's just what goes on, man. And then they wonder like, well, why why isn't the uh, big man emphasized anymore? Because you know you don't call fouls for bigs like you used to. <laughs> like bigs get the shit beat out of them down there. But yeah. let a let a guard try to turn the corner and someone bump them, and then they act they fly out of bounds. Like someone shot them. Like the ref's gonna call that. <laughs> if uh, Joe Dumars and Dennis Johnson played today, <laughs> oh Joe Dumars, you look at them like they were sorry. <laughs> no bull, no bull. But then I gotta watch dudes like Valanciunas and Vuc. Uh, what's his name? Vujacic, Vukovic for the Bulls. Oh yeah, Vucevic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I man, I watch them down low. They get the hell beat out of them, man. And it's 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 hilarious, but it's also it's kind of sad. But they get yeah. beat up real bad. <laughs> the only dudes who gets foul call for them that's a big, and they know how, the little nuances is is Joker. That that's the only one, yeah. and maybe Sabonis a little bit, but he ain't good at Joker. Jonas gets gets to the line a little bit too because he. But yeah, yeah, I don't I think, think of him those... as a classic big though. Yeah, that's true. I'm talking about dudes who post. John is big ass. He don't post. He he don't even get me started. Just <laughs> we know what he does. It don't. It, I don't even need to talk about it. I don't even need to. He plays like a little kid, man. But like a a, a Zubats or somebody like that. They just. I was thinking <laughs> about him about too. That. I was thinking about him too. Like, yep, he gets beat up a lot too, man. It's crazy, man. Um, yeah. So that's how's your NBA guys doing? Um, talked about so JT he slowed down. Kyrie hurt. Oh, Paolo, that's who I meant to bring yeah. up. Like so, right after um, Kyrie got hurt, I heard Paolo got hurt. Like he twisted his ankle, <laughs> man. I almost lost my mind. Did you tweet me that or someone else tweet me? Like, no, I, I guess somebody else. <laughs> it might have been my boy Jerron. Like, dude, I man, I ran to my computer because I saw that tweet on my phone. I went to my computer. I just started typing. I'm looking for updates. I'm looking for uh, um beat writers for the magic. I'm like, do anybody got a report on Paolo? <laughs> and then and then he came back in the game like. You know, I don't know, like 20 minutes later in real time, probably like five minutes in in game time. And I was losing my mind the whole time, man. But he's okay. But he was on his way to like a huge game in that game. And it just slowed him down. And he just kind of like, I mean, and they won, which is the most important thing. Like Orlando, I think they still had the best record in the East. Um. If not, that they they have the second best, but that young team is going. And um, like I said, man, 
he's the face of that team, and that should be enough to get him in the All Star game. Yeah, they have the second best record in the East. Yeah, um, him, he should make it. Yeah. Um, plus, I I think he's shooting like his shooting splits are really good, except free throws. Like he needs to work on his free throws, but I think he's shooting over forty percent from three, over fifty percent from the field. Yeah, he's just you know he's being efficient. Like six, seven rebounds, five assists. Like, like I said, if he can just get around to like twenty-two or twenty-three by the time the reserves are, are selected, I think I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. Um, yeah, man. It seems like Cam Reddish has found a home with the Lakers. I'm happy about that. Like, yeah, you know, I just look. I just don't want him to be out the league, man. Like. Just find yourself a role. <laughs> Stay in the league. <laughs> That's all it is. Just do whatever you need to do. Yeah. Like, he can definitely, because once you get confidence just from being on the floor and you settle into the rhythm of the game, like, your natural talent will take over. Like, he still has those same offensive capabilities that he had in high school. And mm-hmm. that he showed at the college level as well. Even that he showed in his first couple of years in Atlanta, like when it looked like he was blossoming, but you know, he kept getting injured. Because yeah, like, he could always shoot. He could always hit threes. Yeah, but when your confidence is fucked up, like yeah. you you're not gonna make anything. <laughs> like when you feel bad about missing, like, yeah, like you your shot's not gonna not gonna go in too often. Um, but yeah, as a defensive, you know, stalwart, like he's getting that reputation. Like, yeah, he should get a pretty nice contract this offseason because he only signed for a year. And I don't know if he's gonna re-sign with the Lakers because someone's gonna pay him. Like, dude, Matisse uh Tybalt, um <laughs> dog, he got 13 a year, man. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like <laughs> He is kind of garbage. What are we doing? Hey, man. When I saw he got 13 a year, I just started smiling. I said, well, what does that mean for my guys? Yeah. You know, and sure enough, like Cam was definitely someone I had in mind. I was like, hey, if we when we talking about a defender, like Cam can play some defense, and he's showing it this year. He's developing that reputation around the league. Um, so yeah, I think York. How much the the uh did they pay uh Vando yet? Yeah, they did. Let me see. Oh, he probably got like I don't know, like 13 a year, 11 to 13 a year, didn't he? Yeah, 12, 12 a year, yeah, four years, 48 million. Yeah, that's all you gotta do, just be active, yeah. Like I said, I don't know if they're going to pay Cam, though. Um, yeah, I don't think they'll have money to pay him. Right. So they better make the most of having all those young athletic dudes this year because they're not going to be able to pay him, I don't think. Um, no. But, yeah, you know, so he's doing well. I really need Bagley to get out of Detroit. Like, Yeah, they're not even playing him now. I'm like, this is bro, this is nasty. They weren't playing them for a minute, but then they started playing them again. 
because I read a report he was out of the rotation two weeks ago, and then I look up, he's played like the last few games. And okay. I'm like, I'm like, bro, no, just make up your mind. Just <laughs> I don't want to be checking Detroit Pistons box scores. Do, <laughs> do me the favor, please. Um, so yeah, because I think he played, hold on, I think he played yesterday, and of course they lost, and you know, I was like, oh boy. I was disgusted by it. Well, now he got back spasms, so he didn't play last night because he got back spasms. Ho- hopefully, he lying so he don't have to deal with them no more. Um, yeah, because you know, like if like, they if they're not gonna play him and play Jalen Dern, I could understand, mm-hmm. but I don't understand Wiseman playing over him. I don't understand. I don't really understand anybody else playing over him. I mean, he could I'm, be one of your fo- the focal points of the team, especially since they're a losing team. I'm like, what do you have to lose? He's uh, if he's healthy, put him out right. there. I'm gonna tell you, um, I don't understand what's so great about Isaiah Stewart, other than oh, yeah. <laughs> other than he's one of those dudes who looks intense all the time, and it yeah. give it gives off the impression that he cares. And coaches and GM like to see players that care. They think that's going to help them win. And obviously, in this particular situation, that is not true. He can look mad all he want. I don't give a shit. They gonna lose. They gonna lose thirty in a row. Like, kind of like that. And then, then other thing about him is that he he looks big and strong, but he doesn't really rebound that well. He's like a no, like a Kenyon Martin type of rebounder. He's just exactly. like exactly six rebounds. And, but I'm gonna be really intense about it. Uh, okay. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, he's not a double figure rebounder, man. Like you know, they act like he Kenneth for Reed or something, man, and he not. <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started on Kenneth for Reed. He's, he's still playing, hey, I think, somewhere. Hey, Kenneth for Reed had a. You know what happened with him, right? No, what happened with? Him? He got paid. That's it. That's uh, yeah. it. <laughs> then he got fat. He got he put hey, a little weight too. Hey, he got out of shape. Kenneth Reed was like, he had so much energy, <laughs> bro. He used to fly up and down the court. He got paid, and it was blatant. It was one of the more blatant case studies of an athlete like not giving a shit after they get their money. Like, yeah, he got paid, and he was like, "I ain't doing this no more." Like, I've been training for my whole life. Like, I'm tired now. Like, I just want to chill out. I used yeah. to call it, I used to call it Todd Day syndrome. I'm aging myself. Because <laughs> Todd, Todd Day, look, that's one of the most talented dudes I've ever seen. He got his money. He was chilling. He coasted for the rest of his career. I'm like, dude, you could be an all-star. He was like, the hell I will. <laughs> or even big dog big dog signed that biggest contract of all time at the time and then he oh, was yeah. like, oh, all the skills that I learned <laughs> before age 20 I could just uh, you know coast on these I was like oh so you just 20 points and that, that's that's all you're gonna do like, hey, it works yeah Man, after, after, his, at it, but. after his rookie year when like it was him Jason King Grant Hill and it was like ooh we don't know who's gonna be the best out of these dudes and yeah. like they kept going, and he was just like, "Yeah, I see. I must 
just average like a e- easy 20 points. It was just something boring, like just a light 2021. 20, yeah. With bad shooting, no defense. On mid range. Yeah. No defense. Not, and, not rebounding. I was like, you let the you let the country in rebounding, sir. <laughs> bro. Nah, it's not my thing anymore. Exactly. And then like two or three years later, Ray Allen came in and took over the team. It was yeah. just like, man, you all hyped up and you you ain't nothing. Like, get out of here. Um yeah, complacency. Yeah, man, it happens. It happens. Um you know, so hope, hopefully that don't happen with Cam when he get his money. Um, I don't think it will because he seems to really relish playing defense, and if that's what he's known for, like I think, I think he'll be fine. Um, other than that, man, like you know, RJ's playing good. Yeah, I was just about to mention like RJ had what he had like twenty seven last night. Yeah, uh, who did they beat? The Raptors. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew it wasn't like a really good team, but no. I think all of them played well. Cause I saw Julius had like forty something one night and they lost. Yeah. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I was, a couple nights ago. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. They, they they love going to Julius. But uh Man, I you mean know, you know they, how they just is. need to they just need a little more help. I mean, Randall, Brunson, and Barrett—they're all playing well. But well, you can't. don't you don't follow a lot of people on uh, Nick's Twitter, do you? No, not too many. Outside of Ricky, Ricky GQ. Well, that's that's been the big debate on Nick's Twitter. Like they've they've finally come, had their come to Jesus moment, and it's almost unanimous now. Like. Brunson cannot be the best player on a <laughs> on a true contender. Like Stephen A has mentioned it, and I see a bunch of Nick fans like warring over it. And part of the contingent is like, nah, man, we don't have the complimentary pieces around him. And the other side is like, no, he's just not good enough. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, if we had motherfucking Luca on this team with RJ and, and, and Randall, like, yeah, we'd be good. <laughs> they are the complimentary pieces that you need. Right. Right. And Mitchell Robinson, like, things would be looking up. Yeah. But yeah, but that's not, the thing. I don't I don't know. Enough. I don't know who this who this mythical player is that's out there that all these teams want. <laughs> they just one superstar away. That that person is he in college? He's in high school. Who 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 are you waiting for? Hey, dog. I told people years ago. I'm like, it's only like three of them. Yeah, like, right. I'm like, I don't know what you, I don't know what y'all talking about, man. Like, it's only like yeah, three yeah. or four, three or four dudes that are like you put them anywhere in the NBA, that team instantly becomes better. <laughs> and I never counted Steph among them. People be trying to count Steph. I'm like, no, no, no. You put Steph it's on Orlando, very particular. <laughs> yeah. You put Steph on on a bum ass team. Put him with the Pistons. You you hey, they go into the lottery every time, no matter what. 
because he won't have another shooter to compliment him. He won't have bigs that know their role and set the best screens in the goddamn world for him and just know how to play. Like, he won't have a coaching staff. <laughs> like, Steph was in just like the perfect situation. But you yeah. put you put Braun or Giannis or or um, KD Joke Joker yeah or KD yeah like those type of dudes you put them anywhere yeah they gonna start winning. So yeah, I don't even I don't even know why people it's not it's not even fair to Brunson like why even no put, it's not fair to anybody <laughs> yeah why even put that kind of expectation on them like it's just it's not real. Like people lose sight of how rare those kind of dudes are. So that's why people tank. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> over and over again. Exactly. Hoping, hoping they can get Shaq. Hoping, hoping they can get like a, a Chris Webber, somebody that can right. save the franchise. There's not a lot of guys like that. You end up with Glenn Robinson. I want to see how much they're going to hype up this kid, Sar. Um, in this in this draft, <laughs> it's it's starting to build. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not too familiar with his game. I, all I know is he looks like his brother. <laughs> his brother went to Kentucky. I mean, transferred to Kentucky for a bit. So, right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could I could see them. I could see them hype, especially off the back of uh, of Victor. I think. Uh, I think they're gonna to try to hype him up like he's gonna be next franchise player. But yeah. but they keep talking about how this is gonna be a weak draft. They keep trying to sell it. The weak they draft is a weak draft. See, I used to talk about that on OKP all the time. Like every time they said it's gonna be a weak draft, it's, it's always like five <laughs> all stars in like the first yeah, round. Right. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. You know, if it's supposed to be so weak, we we'll see, man. I won't be surprised. Because, you know, not to keep throwing stones at, at Scoot, like, you know, this draft was supposed to be generational because you had two, yeah. two guys that you could take in the top five that would completely change your franchise. And, yeah, you only have, like, one. Maybe half. Because, no, nah, I, I say one. Because, you know, Victor is the real deal. It's just, you know. San Antonio needs so much help, man. Like, that's not his fault. Yeah, he's, it's not his fault. He's, he's a rookie. Um, but yeah, man, enough NBA. Who we scared of, man? Like, are we is it even are we even at that point? I'm not scared of anyone. I respect yeah, some teams. Um, like, even I was trying to look in conference and I was looking at Tennessee, and I was like, they already got three losses too. So I'm like, eh. <laughs> why should I be scared of that? Yeah, so nah, I, I don't see myself being scared of anybody right now. Yeah, I'm really not scared of Arizona, and the more I see them, the matter I get about blowing that game with 50 seconds yeah. to go, and we were up. The more I see them, I'm like, they are some bullshit. <laughs> like we should have beat them, but people. <laughs> People hyping them up. At least, at least most of the major analysts have enough integrity to say there is no juggernaut in college basketball this year. Even though Arizona is yeah. number one and undefeated, at least they give us that. Because if they were like, yeah, Arizona is like looking dominant, yeah, they're not. 
They're not. And Purdue yeah. don't like I talked about Purdue like the first show. Like they they're not serious. No. I I forgot who they lost to and who they almost lost to, but I I don't respect them. They lost to Northwestern. That's not. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. I saw I saw Danny Hurley at halftime of um tonight's game, um the tonight's Duke game. And uh, he was talking about um, his team and how he thinks it's better than last year's team. And, you know, once they're finally, like, completely healthy, like, he expects to make another run, blah, blah, blah. And I halfway believe him, like, I respect him that much. Um, But, yeah, man, um. It's just hard to win it back to back. Um yeah. and and they're not a juggernaut. With the turnover. Yeah. Know? And they're not a juggernaut. So I know he has faith in his team and he's supposed to, you know, big up his players and all that, but yeah, bro. Like, come on. It's like he was trying to convince himself of something. So they got kind of a cupcake schedule too. I mean well, the next the, game is against Gonzaga. Then they play. They play UNC too. Yeah, and UNC. Oh, yeah, they played them already. They played them already. Oh yeah, they did beat them. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. They did. Yeah, see, Klingon could deal with because Klingon's what a junior or I think he's a sophomore. He has enough experience to slow Baycott down because I think Baycott still kind of had a, a solid game against them. It's just, yeah, all your guys are so young, man. Like, I could just see him doing some <laughs> whack-ass up-and-under moves, man. Just, <laughs> just cooking y'all, man. Yeah, I can see getting to the point of the line. good. I'll be so mad. Like, dog, I hate when upperclassmen big men be cooking freshmen with the weakest moves, man. It drives me crazy. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's a good chance Aaron Bradshaw is not ready for that. <laughs> so what is this? Yeah, it, like I said, man. The more I started talking about that game, because theoretically in my mind, I'm just like, well, Kentucky has like this many NBA prospects, and Carolina has none, and that should be an easy win. But when I started thinking about it, I was like, shit, like that that experience is the equalizer. And it's not like Carolina's players are scrubs. They're just not like legit NBA prospects. But on this level, you don't need to be that. Yeah. Um, That's why I definitely want the game to be really fast. <laughs> I want I want it to be wide open. I want to hit some threes and, you know, be running up and down the court. I don't want them to slow it down and becomes free throws. And then I just hate college referees that, that are, they blow so many calls every single game. I don't want my the fate of my team resting on a college referee. Right. Yeah. Um, how about ran of the week, man? I don't I, I shit, I think I gave a, a couple. Uh <laughs> How, how about how about you, man? Anything you particularly upset about a player? 
your coaching? Nah, 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 I don't, I don't really have anything. I mean, I'm yeah, pretty content right now. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nah. I thought about ranting, um, but the moment's kind of pa- passed when we lost to Georgia Tech. I was mad at Mark Mitchell for getting that tech after he hit a big three to put us up four. And then his dumb ass got a tech on a dunk. He screamed in a player's face. And they shot two <laughs> they shot two free throws and then hit a three or or just tied it up, maybe. And we just lost all momentum. And all this happened with like a minute left. And uh yeah, he just pretty much blew the game, but I think I'm over it. Um, so I, I don't need to rant about it, but I definitely thought about it as soon as that happened. I said, boy, I'm gonna go off on him on the podcast, but the moment passed. Um, but other than that, man, just still still evaluating the team, man. So no rant, no rant against uh John Shire. Like I'm just I'm just chilling, man. Um Oh, we skipped recruiting. The only note on that is it's going to come down um, to to us between uh, for uh, for Edgecombe, dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think so. Uh, apparently, y'all made up ground. Um, yeah, it's it's tightened up. Um, I don't know what people are saying on your board, but on our board, the insiders are saying we still have um, the edge, but it's definitely tightened up and. You know, they wouldn't be surprised if he ultimately ended up going to Kentucky. But for right now, it's almost like, um, and I don't know if us losing in our offense looking uh, disjointed had anything to do with Kentucky gaining ground. But the flip side of that is the talent at our guard spot is so like overblown like Mm. you can look at him and then look at McCain and Caleb Foster and be like he's better than them and I think he knows that and I think probably John has said that in so many words so (laughs) so because our insiders was like yeah we need you like straight up, like there's a gaping hole for a you know one on one scoring type on our roster, like elite. We need you, and he's definitely that. And so they're like basically like the spot is yours. Um, so yeah, it it might be working in our favor how how bad our offense has looked because no one we have is that who can just go get a bucket. Um, so it's going to be a fun showdown. They're talking about he's going to decide in the next month. So we'll see dog. Oh, really? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> any thoughts about, uh, um, Dylan Harper? Oh, nah, man. I let, I let that go a while ago because, once I saw our guards weren't in, I, that's probably why he decided. Like, because once I saw like our guards weren't like guaranteed to go to the league, yeah, why would he come? 
Excuse me. Especially with with Edgecombe like still out there, like why would he come? Like that's crowded as hell. And I know he's supposed to be like you know hot shit or whatever. It's still crowded. Like there's no guarantee that he will because he's he would be the lead guard. He would be the point guard. There's no guarantee he would beat out McCain. Yeah. So, but yeah, man. Rutgers put together a hell of a roster, man. They definitely <laughs> best they, best roster ever. <laughs> yeah, they definitely they're in the Big East, right? They definitely should kick some ass. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if they're in the Big East. I shouldn't have said yeah. Honestly, <laughs> dog. Yeah, I don't know. I just I look. <laughs> this 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 is why I we started. So. This is why we started this podcast. Oh, is it the Big Ten? Are they in the Big Ten? Really? Are you asking me? I, let me see. Bro, like, we terrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, right. like, if anyone wondered why we started this podcast and, na- and named it. Oh. We- <laughs> yeah, in football, they're, they're in the Big Ten. So I would think in basketball, too, right? Not necessarily. Like I said, my brother-in-law. Oh, okay. Like I said, my brother-in-law <laughs> is a Rutgers, Rutgers alone. And he was telling me that they went and he went up to the game and I guess they were playing Ohio State. And I was like, oh, how'd that turn out for you? Hey, bro, how many schools does the Big Ten have? They have like 15 schools, dog. Yeah. At least, at least the SEC has the good sense not to put a number on it. The Big Ten be like... <laughs> right? <laughs> but the Big Ten be like, we still the Big Ten, but we got fifteen fucking teams in this conference. It is, I think it is fifteen. <laughs> that's that's come on, man. That's terrible. Oh, you looking at a list of them? Yeah, I'm on there. I'm on Big Ten dot org. And what's crazy is they blew past the ten like twenty five years ago when they started realigning. Yeah. And and people asked them about that back then. They were like. Are you still gonna call it the Big Ten? And they Cuban beat the fuck out of it. They were like, yeah, we still the Big Ten. So at least the Pac Ten was like, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and change that thing. Make it the Pac 12. Big Ten, like, nope, still Big Ten. <laughs> How arrogant, man. Even, yeah, even the Big Eight. They was like, we're gonna add some teams, but now we're gonna go to the Big 12. We're gonna call it the Big right, 12. Right. <laughs> Like, no, we're still 10. Be Ohio State University. <laughs> oh, man. That conference is hilarious, man. All the fucking <sighs> cheese-eating idiots up there. <laughs> oh, my God. I hate that conference so much, man. When we be doing the yeah, Big, Ten A- Big Ten ACC Challenge, like, dog, I hate them so much because... You know, I like to go to other fans' boards. The complaining and the inferiority complex is strongest in the Big Ten. Like, they have yeah. no, no pride. I'm serious. Like, Wisconsin fans, when we beat them in, in 2015, the ref blaming and crying and conspiracy theories were out of control. Absolutely out of control, man. Even the coach was whining. Oh, yeah. 
He said something about Coach K buying players or something. I'm like, God damn. I'm like, you're not even being <laughs> subtle. Was, that, was it Bo Ryan? Yeah. Uh, he, said, he said something slick in the, in the post game. He said something about buying players. I was like, wow. I'm like, you didn't even try to sugarcoat it or anything. That was harsh, man. But um, but yeah, man, I I ain't got nothing else. No, nah, I don't got anything. Hopefully, either. hopefully, between now and next week, no one no one gets injured, man. Yeah, not going up for that. Yeah, man. After Paolo almost going down and 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 the white Powell landing on Kyrie foot, man, I said, boy, I took it for granted that injuries didn't exist, and Proctor got hurt, and I was like, damn. So even even Brad Brad Billy's back tonight. I saw that. that. Are they winning? <laughs> uh, they're down by five. Oh, okay. That's not too bad considering the KD not out there. Yeah. yeah. Cool, man. Well, all, all right, right, brother. Another episode in the books. Um, yeah, look at that. Yeah, we should have you know some fun conversation next week because y'all. I know y'all, y'all got a big <laughs> y'all got a big game. We don't, um. So yeah, and we'll we'll just miss recording before we play uh Baylor. So, all right, I I have a two week grace period to uh, you know, kind of process another loss, um, <laughs> before we record because. I'm not opti- <laughs> I'm not optimistic about that game at all, man. But you um, never know, man. You never know. We'll see. I gotta have faith in them. Um, but they they test me, bro. They test me. Yeah. Um. But all right, man. Uh, thanks everyone right. for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace. All right, later. Signing off. Yep.